Hey, hey, NFA Money Mamas. Before we get started, I want to invite you to be a guest on the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to record a biz breakdown session, focusing on actionable ideas that will help you scale your business more easily by getting into your zone of manifestation. You would be an ideal guest if you are a full-time woman entrepreneur with a service-based business and are in action scaling to the next level. This biz breakdown session is 100% free, so head on over to www.thewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today. Hello, hello, beautiful NFA Money Mamas. We're back for another episode of the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. And today we're doing a biz breakdown session. This is getting so fun because, you know, anytime you're starting something new in business, often you attract the people who you've already been working with to start getting some momentum. So I've had women on uh, the first few episodes that I had women on for biz breakdown sessions. It was people that I already knew, some people that I'd already worked with. And now I'm starting to attract totally brand new people and often from Instagram because that is my favorite platform to hang out on. If you want to hang out with me on social media, that's where I hang out. And if my handle is at NFA money and you'll see that most of my posts are for the Women Entrepreneur Podcast because that is just one of my favorite things to do is podcasting. And so I found Win on Instagram. And, you know, I'm always looking for amazing people to bring on here who are badass women entrepreneurs, heart-centered, care what they're doing in the world with their businesses, and are ready to scale to the next level so they can have bigger impact and bigger income. And so that's why she's here today. And I can't wait for you to get to know her. We're going to do what we normally do on Biz Breakdown Sessions, where she shares some of her background and then some of the things that she's feeling stuck about. And we'll just brainstorm in a fun way. If you want one of these sessions, just be sure to go to the womanentrepreneurpodcast.com, the womanentrepreneurpodcast.com. And you'll see a button at the top of that website that will say, get your biz breakdown session. Apply. It's totally free to you. Come on. Let's hang out and let's help you scale your business more quickly. Okay. So let's get started. Welcome to the show today, Wynn. How you doing? Well, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me and uh, taking an interest in noticing what I'm trying to do out here. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So first, share a little bit about what it is that you're doing in the world of ADHD and trauma coaching. Okay. So for me personally, after many years and making all of the mistakes, I realized that I had learned, you know, a lot of lessons and I just wanted to kind of share that knowledge with other people while they were going through it, especially since we have these great new platforms where you can find this information easily. The algorithms can be strange, but they can also, you know, provide you with things that you might actually, you know, find useful or, um, you know, can help you in a way. And now that this thing is available and I was able to learn so much, I thought, wow, I can also be a part of this content creation and give back a little bit to the community. Um, awesome. But I just really wanted to help, like you said. Yeah. I love this because to me, it sounds like you really started your business from a place of inspiration and sharing wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. So to get yeah. right down to it, I don't really have like a solid product to offer people. Just, just my kind thoughts and words, right? Just my kind of acknowledgement, validating people's experiences, kind of giving them language to put towards those experiences so that they can ask for help or express their needs clearly. 
you know, at this point, I'm just trying to normalize that concept, you know, and exposure and awareness will lead to eventual kind of specification and, um, I don't know, that detail focus where people would pay money to have mm-hmm. something, you know, specific and, and more individual worked on one-on-one over a series of, of sessions, you know, but at this point, I'm just trying to build my brand. I'm just trying to get out there, trying to find where my community is, trying to see who relates to what I'm, what I'm doing and how I can refine my message even further to reach more people. So yeah early stages for me. Awesome. So so you're really in the beginning stages. One thing I want to point out, and and this is, uh, you know, when I have people on, I'm always like, this is, you know, like live coaching, basically. And something I want you to notice in your language is the word trying. So anytime we're trying to do something, it indicates some stuckness. And so instead, just switching to going, I am doing this, because like you are right, like you're here right now, because built something on Instagram that attracted me to see it and to go like, Hey, come on for a biz breakdown session. So you actually are doing it. And so just notice and catch yourself. Anytime you hear the word trying, it indicates some sort of unconscious struggle. And so we want to drop that word from our vocabulary and start to notice it and play with going, what am I actually doing? Fun. Right. That is a good, and it's funny because I was just thinking about this morning, like where does that you know, everybody says the, you know, the Star Wars, like there is no try, right? There's do or do not, you know, Yeah. such a classic, but you know, and then you think of Luke Skywalker, right? He didn't do anything till he had to. And all of that training, like trying is training, right? Like trying does yeah. exist and trying does live somewhere in the process. And I think that people, you know, maybe like miscategorize what that try looks like, but you're right. You know, like I am doing it and I am here and in my mind, you know, that yeah. stuck part. So such an interesting way to, to frame that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think for you, it's about like owning your power, right? Like owning the power that you, you have done these things, which is awesome. Some people, some people would say I'm trying to do something and they never even take any action on it because they are perpetually in that state and you really are doing it. So it's like, then it's a different version of going like, wait a second, notice my power and notice that I am actually taking action and I'm doing it. And here I am. Awesome. Right. The, you know, I, I will be completely honest just to relate to other people out there. I had a, you know, I've been thinking about doing this for years and there was no way for me to take action. You know, I just, I just didn't have the, the organization to use my time efficiently. I didn't really have a clear way of how to get it out there. I didn't have the technology, you know, mm-hmm. knowledge to, 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 to put anything out where it would be seen or, you know, or received. And so there was a lot of that in action for a long time until one day it was like, okay, you know, I used to have these lists and these like bullet point topics and these kind of things, you know, things that I would want to say. And I would just, you know, I still have them all and I, I theoretically will use them at some point. Um, But then one day I just, you know, started a new page and figured out how to do that. And it was all clear. And I've been just kind of posting, you know, as I can, and, and it does feel good and it's gotten some good response. So the, there is such a different feeling once you start with the action, but you can't take that action till you're ready, you know, that does have to occur whenever it happens. But I mean, you're right. Taking the action is such an obvious step, but people don't do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm curious for you, if you could self-reflect on what caused you to go from inaction to action, what, what do you think that was for you? 
I feel like, okay, so I'm a teacher and this is my 11th year. I teach public school. Um, I've had a lot of experiences and I absolutely just love, you know, like giving knowledge and like giving ideas and providing opportunities for people to think about and kind of use those ideas, um, you know, because it's important. I think it's a valid way to, to be, you know, I think it's, it's good. So just you know, just to put it bluntly, just pandemic has changed things. And I have gone through some other changes myself. And I just was so frustrated with my day to day that I, I kind of had that energy out of frustration out of out of lack of what not, not control. Yeah, lack of control over what I used to have control over lack of understanding of what how things are going to change, like, where are the chips going to fall? You know, like, what is it going to look like? I don't know. And so I think at that point, it gave me the ability, I don't want to say fear, but the ability to just push past this thing that I didn't feel I had planned enough. You know, I felt like I didn't have enough planning. I didn't feel like I knew how to use the tools or like, and I didn't want to invest any money or time in something that was just going to evaporate. Yeah. You know, that didn't seem worth it. But then once I had nothing at yeah. school you know like be- when once that became no longer fulfilling or overly stressful it's always stressful right teaching <laughs> but once it became too stressful i i had you know that was less that was less work to go on this new venture and i could control it and so i think that that was what i need and i don't know if that yeah is good or bad but that's what it was yeah. Well, I think it's it's important for yourself and for everyone else to point out to themselves that anytime we decide to take action, it's evidence of belief. And so somewhere in you, it, it's evidence of belief. And what happened was it sounds like you got, it was painful enough that you were like, I'm ready to do something about it. Because, you know, we don't, we're animals. Ultimately, we live by the pleasure pain principle. So we're always going to be seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. And so when something gets painful enough, then we go like, oh, my God, I'm ready to change. <laughs> and and action is evidence that we're ready to change. And, so, and it always starts with the belief. It's like somewhere in your mind, you had the, the seed planted of I could maybe do this right? Like, Ooh, let's, and let's just get started. And I love that you are so powerfully evidencing and, and showing like the process of this is what it takes to build a business. You just have an idea, you get started, you take a step on the way and the way keeps appearing. Right. And you just go like, Hey, I'm going to create an Instagram account and I'm going to teach things that I love that are in my zone of genius that I've helped myself overcome and that I can help other people overcome. And then you just keep doing that consistently and it really attracts people your way. So let's, let's ask this. If I could give you a magic wand and a year from now, let's say at the end of 2023, we're about, you know, we're almost to 2023 at the end of 2023, if you had a magic wand, where would you be in your business at that point in time? The end of 2023, so just over a year from now. Yeah, just a little more than a year from now. I'd like to be either half time at my school because I I get a lot of material from teaching. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in here that I can use. Um, yeah, and I like it. You know, I don't want to leave my my community that I have here, but definitely would like to be less or out of the classroom, a different role at school, and then I'd like to have a fully functional set of you know, sessions or some, you know, work at your own pace type courses that people could do. I'd okay. love to have some individual group, not individual, but like in-person groups here in, in the town that I live in. Um, I'd love to be able to host some events for people to come together and 
and just talk about things, you know, in person. Um, okay. You know, just something a little more structured, just things okay. that are a little more predictable and, you know, functional, useful website, you know, just a little more semblance of a normal functional business. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So something that's interesting, um, you know, I have a, I don't know if you've gotten to listen to my zone of manifestation business scaling roadmap yet, but there's four stages that all entrepreneurs go through in getting to what I call like a, a zone of manifestation business where it's like leads are flowing in and it's just easy and you know exactly who you are and you've got brand identity. And it's like that, you know, business where you like wake up and you pinch yourself every day. You're like, oh my God, I created awesome income out of doing what I love, that kind of thing. So, you know, on that roadmap in the beginning stages, we tend to have a lot of ideas and we have a lot of, you know, you know, when we look at entrepreneurs out there, there's like so many options of what we could do to build a business. And so we're in that, when we're in that zone one, I often call it the manic imposter zone. And so that's the first one where we get like really excited about all the possibilities of building a business. And simultaneously, we're like, I don't really know what to do. So we've got some imposter syndrome mixed in there. Right. And the next stage is where we over deliver and undercharge. And so in what I can see from what you've said so far, you're kind of in the middle of those two zones where there's a lot of ideas. It sounds, and you know, let's say like it for you, it's this inspired path that you're taking where you go like, I want to teach. I still love my job. I don't necessarily want to leave it, but I want to build something also that gets to expand, I'm sure, income and impact. Is that true? Yeah, I'd like a little more freedom to do kind of some of the things that you know that I can see that maybe other people aren't so aware of things that I can't do at school yeah yeah <laughs> I know I know that overlap we, you know when we were talking pre-show Wynn said I want to share something with you but she didn't know we weren't recording yet and I was like wait share it on share the overlaps when we start recording because like I know that teacher vibe where you go like, oh my God, I love teaching and I love sharing, but there's these caps on what you're allowed to teach or, you know, it's just in any academic setting, you've got rules that you've got to follow. And so for me, when I took the leap from, you know, the professor track to entrepreneurship, it was like, oh, awesome. I can get paid to do exactly what I love and I can have unlimited impact and I don't have to do any of the parts I don't like, which for me was like grading. God, I hated grading. And you know, and also like someone else structuring some of my curriculum in the way that I taught it. So now I get to do like literally anything I want with my business. Well, it's so interesting. Like I have a very fortunate position where I, I could literally teach anything that I want. I'm an art teacher. Nice. Um, and so I have the ability to kind of pick and choose how I connect that to other contents or how, you know, what I want to teach my, my specific population. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do have a lot of freedom with that, but that also is an enormous amount of work, you know, like, yeah. And so for that, it's fun, but it's, it can be exhausting because I, I will take it to the point like, well, there's gotta be something better. Like there's a better lesson. There's a better way to connect as opposed to just being, you know, good enough. Yeah. And sometimes that is good enough. Um, you know, but I've just done it for a long time and there's things that I see that I just don't have the ability to kind of hold anymore. Things that are not functional, things that are, you know, make it worse almost for students and the staff. And I just can't, I don't know, I've almost lost some of that 
I don't know, the spark that you, that can give you that patience to yeah. do some of these yeah. things that you can't change, you know, and I hate that. I'm just so kind of bummed out because that carried me for a long time. That spark, that glow, that positivity, that willingness to overlook things and continue to find a way to reach my students and let them know that I care and that I, I value them and I appreciate their work, you know, all those things. It's just, you know, and I really don't want to be that teacher that, yeah, that doesn't have that spark anymore because there's yeah. nothing worse than being in a class with a teacher like that. And I'm not like that, but I can see if yeah. things don't change that that's where I would end up. And I want, you know, I want a different something else. I need to reinvigorate myself. And if that's becoming an instructional coach or some kind of something outside of the classroom at the school, because the community is so important, you know, I volunteer yeah. in my community. Um, you know, I try to do all these things, but it, at this point, like I said, there's been such a disruption that I don't know. I don't want to yeah. badly. So I really want to take what I've learned about that and why I love it and apply it to adults. You know, some people, not just students need this kind of instruction or this kind of care and this kind of attention. Anybody can, yeah. you know, and if you are an adult or if you, you know, I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD until I was in my mid thirties. You know, if you're one of those people that got missed or are struggling or whatever, you know, like the same things that I provide, I can provide better in a one-on-one, -on -one, more specific without any kind of like, you know, inappropriate, like what's that, the thing for teachers and students, like you can't cross any kind of bound. You can't really yeah. talk to them That's the other thing too. It's like, you can't yeah. really say anything to the kids because yeah. yeah. so much is off limits. And so there's just this disconnect. It's just yeah. so hard to watch right now. Anyway, yeah, that's you know, I, I want to point out many things <laughs> you're saying that are so important for you to recognize, like your heart is so in it. And that's important. And and what I hear you saying is that as you get more disinspired over time about this, the teaching setting, you miss having the spark of being able to teach in a way that gets you feeling inspired, because you have that freedom to create what it is that you choose to create, right? I mean, I hear that a lot in what you're saying. And, you know, for everyone listening, this is zone of genius, right? What you're talking about is that you want to tap into your zone of genius and do what you love and make money doing what, you're lo what you love. So this is the mentality that, you know, I teach everyone work less, make more, have fun, work less, make more, have fun. Like, I think we all want that, right? Like, let's go like, yes, I get to teach what I love every single day or do what I love every single day, whether it's a product, a service program, whatever it is, art for you, teaching individuals how to thrive through ADHD and tools that help them, it sounds like, right? And using the modalities that you are in a lot of ways born and inspired to do. And that's what lights you up. And I can hear you, you know, when you're talking about what it is that you do in the teaching world, there's parts of it that you like, and there's parts that you don't like. And what you want to do is let go of the parts you don't like and get to do the, all the parts you do like. And that's the human quest, right? And, and that's partly why I think entrepreneurship is so awesome, because you have the opportunity to build something that you love and you get paid to do what you love every single day. And what happens when you do that is that it's automatically magnetic to money because money loves joy money likes the vibration, you know, opportunities come your way when you're in a state of joy. Hmm. This is true. Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. So so something let's let's give you some, some tips here in terms of just in that starting place of going from, you know, the kind of that manic imposter zone into I don't want you to get stuck in over delivering and undercharging. And so something that you said, you know, when I asked, 
what you'd like to be doing and you listed off several things, something I really like to advise people to do when they're pre-six figures in business is to focus on one program. And here's why. Because when you're in your, let's say when you're on Instagram and you're creating content and you're sharing value with people, you always want to be having a call to action that's going to be the same, right? Otherwise, it gets confusing. You're like, I've got this workshop. Wait, no, now I've got this in-person groups. Oh, no, I've got DIY courses. And then I've got this. And people, you don't get to gain enough traction and momentum in one direction. So of the things you listed, so you said session set, which is like a package, um, DIY courses, in-person groups, hosting events. Which one of those lights you up the most? Probably basically because I would have the time would be um, the one-on-one sessions and just kind okay. of meeting people individually. Okay. That would, that would then allow me to better design the DIY courses or the self-paced courses and Got it. Nice. figure out what kind of topics are recurring to then like use for groups and events. Yeah. I'm really glad that's what you said, because I think it's the easiest path when you're starting. <laughs> And the reason is because exactly like you're saying, when you work one-on-one with people, you learn a lot about what they're needing and how you can help them the most. And then you get that social proof and then you share that and then they attract more one-on-one people your way. And then the more one-on-one people you get to work with, it starts to help it be really easy to create the groups and create the courses and things like that. But it's, you know, I think it's the path of least resistance, especially for coach types is to start with one-on-one. And I really recommend it for people when they're pre-six figures. The other reason is because you can charge more, right? And so especially because you already have a job. And even if, you know, you, from what you said, like you would prefer to stay in your job, but just work a little less in your job and be half time, then you can build your business on the side and you can start having higher paying one-on-one clients through a package or a program. It's easy to market. It's easy to know who you're talking to. And it's just really a lot easier to build traction in that way. So let's, let's see for you right now, let's outline a one-on-one program for you. Cause it sounds like you need a little help structuring what that would look like. Yeah. I, I can't really afford to, go through somebody else's coaching program, which is why I know that they're lucrative because they're very expensive. (laughs) So I know that that's part of it. And I, I want to be able to kind of explore those things, figure out how they're structured. You know, I do look at other people's websites. I kind of think about, you know, what they're offering and, and for me, and I've met with other coaches and kind of talked to them. So I have done some of that research. And for me, again, with me and my ADHD and how that lives is that it's hard to kind of take these ideas and get them down on paper in an organized fashion. Yeah. Like be used, you know, so that that has been my biggest struggle. And I mean, that's the struggle. <laughs> you know, like that's I try to give myself grace with it. But putting down, you know, either a set of like four sessions that has a set determined you know, goal during each one, four or eight, right? And then they can be hour long, but those can be like minutes, you know, like if you call and you're like, I need to hash this out for 10 minutes, like I can, you know, kind of like a lawyer does their timing and you can have that many minutes over, you know, the month or something. Because for me, it's really easy to say, yeah, I can meet you, you know, right now, as opposed to waiting until Thursday night for a hour long phone call. You know what I mean? So I want to provide that flexibility for people. Okay. Okay. I'm going to let, let's start with, you already said enough for me to let, let's start playing with this. One thing I want you to eliminate from your vocabulary. I can't afford. So 
I can't afford it is just reinforcing in your mind that you are in a scarcity mindset. And it's okay that you said it, just remember to reframe it in a new direction and go, how could I afford it? Or um, I'm on my way to hiring a coach, something along those lines where I want you to just start playing with dropping I can't afford because we don't want to be telling ourselves we can't afford something. And, and in truth, I, and you know, this is where I get a little NFA hard on people sometimes. Like when I was on food stamps, I found money to hire a coach and that's what like really got me going. Right. And so it was this, this, the reality is when we find something that's really, really valuable to us, we will invest in it and we will get really resourceful and figure out ways to do it. Okay. And maybe it's something comes up that you didn't expect. It could be a trade with somebody. It could be, and and I don't recommend that people barter. So that's a tricky one. But, and the other thing I want you to think about is if you're saying that you're going to attract a whole bunch of people that come your way that say they can't afford it. Oh, yeah. Right. So you're, yeah. what's going to happen is you'll open the door. You'll go, I've got this new awesome program. And you'll have people coming to you that be, say, but I can't afford it. And then you're going to feel like, oh, my God, I should trade it or I should give it away for free. And you're going to minimize yourself. OK, so I want you to be really conscious and, and get conscious of that. You're right. That does make sense. Yeah. And one more thing. When we are scared to invest in coaches for ourselves, you're sending the signal that it's not of high value, which means you're going to cause resistance in people coming your way to pay for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it's interesting to think about that because I look at it and I say like, I can't, you know, it's, there is that contradiction. There is that kind of contrast in my mind about like, well, I can't do this, but I know people do do it. And so I want to just flip that switch and be on the other side without going through the process myself. And I know that that's valuable. And I think that I kind of thought that I would, you know, go through a coaching once I, cause for me too. Okay. So like as a real quick, when I got my teaching certificate, when I was being, uh, going through my teacher education program, I was on an emergency teaching, teaching contract or not contract uh, certificate. So mm -hmm. I had a full classroom for three years while I finished my coursework. Um, at the college in person in the summer and I would take classes online during the year. And so I personally feel like I have a much better understanding and like the use of my teaching tools and skills because I had a classroom and I could immediately take that back to my professors and my classmates as well and be like, this is what I'm seeing, you know, like, how do I use that here? And then I could apply it in a real world. It was so much more effective than, you know, other training programs that I had done and so what I wanted to do was be working at it you know the way I justified that in my mind based on the experience that I had I wanted to work at it and then go back and take some of that money that I earned I do have a scarcity mindset like we were really poor you know and so I it's going to take a long time for me to kind of flip that switch and figure out how to reframe my ideas about money which would yeah. probably be helpful with a coach's uh mentorship right but i i in my mind i was only able to justify that by saying if i earn the money through this coaching thing then i can you know go back yeah. and invest that back into the business but until i start you know there has to be some feedback there has to be some you know otherwise yeah. i would feel right investing money if i didn't know that it was worthwhile does that does that make sense yeah, i i think everyone's afraid of paying for coaches for that reason right like why would you ever want to invest your precious earned hard-earned well well i don't like to reinforce that it has to be hard-earned why would you ever <laughs> invest your money and your time into something you don't know if it's going to work that right. would be that's ridiculous right that's and so what? 
Yeah. You're, this is the thing that's interesting that you're going to attract people that are going to come up with your exact projections of all of your scarcity hmm. to help you work through it. And so the first thing to do is start working on yourself and that scarcity mindset and going, how could I invest in a coach? And, and I want you to write down fifth, this is one action step for you between now and when I check up on you, <laughs> how can I invest in a coach? And, and come up with 15 ways, like get resourceful. And it's okay if you don't have a pen. I know you, uh, wins in her car. I'm sure. Are you on break at school? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> like, and, and I love that. That's resourceful. You're like, how can I be on this session with Dr. Amanda? And you did it. You figured it out. And I promise you, you can figure out a way to invest in a coach. And perhaps it's a it's a coaching program where people are in training. Perhaps it's, I mean, we could think of all ways. It might be a coaching workshop that's 150 bucks that gives you exactly what you need. It might not have to be at the $10,000 level or whatever level you think is a lot, right? So, but here's the thing. We will always find what we believe to be true. So if you believe that you can't afford it, you won't be able to afford it. And what will happen is you'll attract clients who can't afford it. And then you're going to be in the same stuck place forever and ever on this loop of self-sabotage. That's so interesting that you say that because manifestation, you know, I do practice that. I, I do this thing where I, I have switched this, this, the flip and, you know, I flipped the switch in my brain and changed the way that I think where I, I used to say like, I'm working towards this or like, I want this or like, I deserve these things, you know, but I did, I found something that said like, just say, I have the best life that I could possibly live. You know, like I have an amazing partner. Like my kids are, are well well adjusted and can communicate well, you know, and, and, and want good things for them. So, you know, all these things that I did want and am working towards, I just said, I physically have them right now. Like I was appreciative. Yeah. And you know what? It changed things. Like yeah. I, can't, I can't even explain it any better than that, but it, yeah, it did like physically change the things around me. And I am just shocked. I shouldn't yeah. be. It just was so obvious yeah in my perception and the way that I feel so I mean you are absolutely right and as much as I've learned and as much as I'm trying to put back out there you know this little thing that you're saying about when I look at something and I have this mindset that's going to come back to me you know and I, I I can't believe that I didn't notice that myself yeah know, that's Which why is good coaching. exactly yes yes <laughs> where it's oh, like you know like that. that's my job right to help you see like I, you know the, the reason i got the name the money healer is because i helped people see what they couldn't see about their money box yes and that's it's such a powerful thing because we will you know part of the reason i love coaching especially in this style where we're talking to each other it's like i can hear unconscious blocks coming up and then it's my job to point it out to you so that you can break through more quickly instead of staying stuck forever. Like that's what a good coach will do for you. When you help your people, you're going to help them detect strategies to work through their ADHD more quickly so that they can get where they want to go. Right. Mm -hmm. And they need you and your guidance because you've been on that path. And it sounds like you've been able to achieve a lot in your life working through ADHD, even though it went undiagnosed for a long time. And now you're on track to build a business, to have a job, to like do a whole bunch of awesome things in the world. And so you're a guide and you only need to be one step ahead of the people that you're coaching. You don't need to be light years ahead, just one step ahead. Right. Right. And so, so I want to start plant. So that's the first thing I want you to start doing is planting the seed in your mind of possibilities. And, and anytime you notice yourself going into scarcity mindset, you got to do a reframe. So instead of going like trying what's instead of trying, I am committed to, instead of trying, I am in action toward, 
instead of trying, I am in the process of creating, right? Like just re- you be conscious of your languaging and then, and I can't afford, how can you afford it? And I want, I really want you to come up with 15 ways you can afford a coach. And this could be, you know, where are you looking for the coaches? What kind of coaches? Where do you have money that you're wasting on things that aren't important? Where do you, you know, like get, just start to get thoughtful. What happened for me when I was in this space is I went to a, um, one of my main mentors, I went to this event he had and it was 35 bucks and I could afford 35 bucks. I went to it. It was two hours of, of him teaching. And I took like 20 pages of notes. And by the end of that event, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. And it was a really smart strategy at this event. He sold into the weekend workshop, which was two grand. And so 35 bucks, two grand. I'm like, whoa, shit, (laughs) you know? And I just like, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this. I can't afford it, quote unquote. Like, that's what I said. I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh my God. But realistically, what was going on for me was I was like, I don't care what I have to do. I've got to be there because I feel it in my soul. This is the next step for me. And it was really cool because, you know, I asked the, the people at the workshop, I'm like, can you get a scholarship? And they're like, nope, that's disempowering to you. You will come up with the money if it's important for you to be there. And I was like, all right. And I went home and I literally, I stayed up most of the night, like going like, who can I get money from? How, what can I do? Can I sell stuff? Like, I mean, I was like resourceful and I remembered, and I don't know how this came into my brain, but it was like, it popped into my brain in the night that I had access to a scholarship fund at school, which was actually a loan, but it was loan money. So it wasn't scholarship. It was loan money for a computer. And I'd been in grad school for so long that this money had accumulated over the years because I had never bought a new computer. And it, I called the next, I woke up in the morning and I called financial aid at my school. And I was like, how much money is available in this account for funding of, of me? They, and they would just give you the money. They didn't know what you were spending on. It was computer fund, but, and it was $2,000 was the amount of the workshop. Right. Yeah. For those of you who can't see when her jaw just dropped. <laughs> and it's so cool because that's exactly how manifestation works. When you know, when you know what you want and you take action in the direction, the universe will show you the way. And so I promise you, you can afford coaching. So start to shift that. And, and in for narcissistic and altruistic reasons, narcissistically, because you don't want to be attracting people who can't afford your coaching and altruistically, because you, you need to learn and impact the world. And in order for you to be a better coach, you've got to get coached. And in order for you to validate that coaching matters, you've got to be willing to pay for coaching and invest in it for yourself. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely does. And that's what I mean is that I look and I see, and I do, I have, I have this thing that I, you know, I could probably definitely benefit from some coaching on, you know, therapy and and all of that, but that's more of a different kind of a focus, but I, I for sure will get stuck in that. And I didn't have that kind of language and I didn't even have that kind of that kind of focus or that, that, that aim for that part of my, you know, I think was trying to, access that by saying I'm building a business I'm going to make my own money I'm you know I've yeah I've worked yeah. really hard in my career I make you know as much as I can make at school I work really hard for that you know that money is valuable that money is is valid and real you know it's not bad I don't you know but it's it's not enough it's not as much as I could be making it's not the kind like yeah. I want to make my own money on my own terms on my own time yeah you know yeah. like I can show up for work or I cannot show up for work and I still get paid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have these totally. days. Yeah. We have, I mean, to, to an extent, obviously, but it's like, 
it's just a different, I want to have more like say in that. And I couldn't because yeah. of that trauma that I've experienced. I couldn't see that till just now, you know, so I really appreciate the way that you were able to give me vocabulary, you know, a way to look at it, reframe it, reframe what I'm looking at. Yeah. And without it being scary or without being like forced to admit something or acknowledge something or like push beyond. Right. We just changed the lighting, you know, from an art perspective. We just kind of turned it over. Yeah. Looked at its soft underbelly and, you know, figured out what makes it smile. Right. So we have, we have an opportunity. And and that's often, that's the gift. Right. And that's the fun of coaching. Like you get to help people shine a light on their, dark spots, their scary spots, the spots that are holding them back, the spots that are keeping them from really thriving. And, and for you, you know, it's like having a focus on ADHD. I would like, I would say like, you know, pick a niche that's really narrow, like adult ADHD would be an awesome niche. I have a lot of people in my ether that I know, like talk about this. And I'm like, that's a great niche to focus on, especially because it's something you work with and you could use art modalities to help people. And so, you know, first I'd say, you know, come up with ways that you can hire a coach and, and take the leap and invest in yourself. And then on the next layer, come up with a package. And it sounds like, you know, it's a four to eight week program. And the way you want to determine the time is first write down what's the main result they're going to get and then reverse engineer the package from there. Does that take four weeks? Does it take six weeks? Does it take 12 weeks? I prefer for me when I work one-on-one with people, I do 12 weeks because I can get a lot of awesome results in 12 weeks and four weeks is not enough. Eight weeks, not enough. 12 weeks, I can get a lot of awesome results to where they're just like dying to work with me more. (laughs) Or it could be that they come to me for one specific thing and it's like, you know, that's done. I also like to do masterminds you know, because they get ongoing, but I would start with exactly what you're talking about. Like start with one package, come up with a super sexy name for it. That's fun that people understand what it is, hyper target a niche audience and everything you create from here on out until you get to six figures plus in your business is focused on promoting that. Not in a, not in a way where I'm saying like every, every post has to be selling something. What I'm saying is every post is related to content from that 12 that eight or 12 week course or uh sorry package that you create right does that make sense yeah and Same. don't over don't over complicate it you just right. create you just reverse engineer it from like okay here's week one what they're gonna get here's week two what they're gonna get here's week three and you could literally have it on like a spreadsheet at my first course that i created it was a hybrid chris it was like a co it was a coaching program with videos included and I literally created, it's maybe several hundred thousand dollars. I created that on a Google doc spreadsheet, like Google spreadsheets. And it just had the 12 weeks, like week one, two, three through 12. It had like the main topic and it had the header of what they were going to get each week. And it was a one sheet. I didn't even create a website for it. I didn't do any of the things. I just did it very simple. I'd have really powerful consults with them. I'd say, here's what you're going to get. Here's the main benefits of going through this program with me. And we'd have a deep dive conversation. And if it was aligned, they went forward with it. So I don't don't want you to overcomplicate it. You really want to keep it simple, simple, simple. The most important thing that you need to do is get clear on who it's for and the result they're going to get. And then how long does it take for you to get them that result? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that it's, it's, it's all, it's exactly the same thing as, as what teaching does. It sounds like a scope, yeah. sequence, right? It sounds totally. like, yes. you know, 
start with the assessment and you work your way back. What do they need to know? You know, like, how are they going to yeah. practice? And to me, I feel like the eight week versus the four week or the 12 week would be, you know, they come in and they, they state their problem or whatever it is. And then we just have either like eight sessions, six really to work on, you know, like identifying, you know, like, you know, like working through the Bloom's taxonomy even really. And then at the end, we would just kind of recap and make sure that they know what they're going to do next or like how they're going to use that and continue in their life. So it will be six kind of actionable, um, you know, with your, with your bookends for the yeah. Ground yeah. closure. And then it could be four weeks. They could, you know, if it's a small problem or if, if they are able yeah. to be done that, you know, I offer a small one. And well, and I would say, don't limit yourself, like, keep it to one, keep it to one. Don't change for other people. Go, this is my program. This is what we walk through. Here's the cost and stay firm on that. Because again, remember, you're projecting out any of your money bucks. So the reason most people want to modify all their stuff is because they go like, oh, the person might go away if, if it doesn't fit them perfectly. Right. And what that creates is a lot of chaos and overworking and undercharging. And inaction because yeah. you're, you're too yeah. busy planning. Confused. What should I do? How can yes. I do it better instead of just doing it? And I, I don't have that mindset either, again, as a public school teacher. We have to be, you know, basically servants of the public. And if something's not working, we're, we're required to adapt and to, and to bend to them, which is good. Students need that in the public school. Like, that's a very, that's the best way to do it. You know, meet these people where they're at, give them the best experience that they're able to have. In a business, though, that's not it. You know, like, nobody has yeah. to come. I need to set out what I'm doing, and I need to, to sling that to the audience that wants it. And I need to just sit way, sit back and wait for people to, you know, come to me yeah. because they want it. You know, I don't need to pander. I need to offer. I need yeah. to be firm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Just that whole way. I, I'm not used to, that. I've never done a business. Nobody in my family runs a business. Yeah. I'm not so, you know, completely foreign to a lot of these concepts. Yeah. You know, when I, I want to, I appreciate you coming on and sharing because a lot of people are in your position. Like I know a lot of women who are listening are going to get a lot out of what you shared today and what we talked about because like, you know, most of us don't have an entrepreneurial background. We don't all have entrepreneurial families. We don't totally know what we're doing when we step into business. We have this heart and desire for freedom. I'd say those two things mix. We have a heart for teaching something we enjoy and we have the desire for freedom and creating more flexibility in our life, more income, more choice, right? And so it's like, then we go, okay, now that I know I have that, now there's this whole business that needs to be mixed in with it. And so one thing, you know, I think a key takeaway for you and, the, and then we'll wrap up is get clear and focused and narrow your focus. I always tell people, narrow your focus to expand your freedom, narrow your focus to expand your freedom. And I would imagine like, I, I don't, I'm not well researched in ADHD, but I would imagine that the more options there are, the harder things get. Right. Right. right? Yeah. So the last thing you want to do is bring your people in and attract them to you and then give them seven options because then they're just like blown out in their brain. They're like, oh my God, you're giving me too many options. I'm very confused. And that's the opposite of what you want to create. You want to create clarity right. and, and clarity and clarity and just a systematic approach. Yeah. It should be simple for the people too. Yes. And There's for you too, when you're promoting it, when the reason most people fail in business, and I'd say, especially at these first two stages that I'm talking about in these zone one and two is they offer way too many things and there's messages very scattered. They have what I call scattered brand identity. It's like, no one totally understands what they're 
standing for. They don't, they're like, yeah. do you teach this or this? Do you do this? Or I'm not really sure. And so they, they don't know what to buy from you. They don't know what to come to you for. So you right. want to get really laser focused on a package, you know, think of a fun name. And so, so action steps for you between now and when I talk to you next in a week from now, I want you to check in and, and do email me. Okay. So you're going to email me 15 ways you can come up with money for coaching. And, and this doesn't mean you're going to do it. It just is you starting to brainstorm and open the door possibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So do that. And then the next thing is to come up, you know, just outline your, your package. It, you know, if it's an eight, it sounds like you've come up with eight weeks, outline what it is and just start playing with it. Just like you would write a school curriculum, exact same thing. Just start playing with it on one sheet, outline it. And that way you can at least start planting the seeds to move in that direction. Any questions? No, I think that that's just exactly it. But I did want to say that I remembered that I did engage with a uh, teaching coach and I oh, good her material and I listened to her podcast and I did all of that a couple of years ago and it was helpful. So I have spent money and time yes. getting a coach. I just haven't done it on this business side. So I did want to there say, you go. support the industry. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course you do. I mean, you have a teaching degree, right? So it's like you have supported getting, you have supported paying to learn and paying right. to understand how to do what it is that you're doing in the world. Yeah. So it's the same exact thing. And just remember, anything that you reinforce through your action is what you're going to get back to you through the law of attraction. So just remember, anytime you notice yourself going like, I'm resistant to, to doing this, your clients are going to be resistant to it too. And so you want to start working within, you know, always remember to live by this principle. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And, and if we go with my outer world's a reflection, of my inner world. So whatever's going on outside, that's what's telling me what's going on inside. So if I want to change my outer world, I've got to change what's within. Right. So yeah, a, a, abundance thinking, right? Yes. I already, awesome. it's already functional. It is. I'm here with you. It's an, it's a legitimate thing. It's, that's a, an actionable step. Something I'm going to do is I'm definitely going to adjust and change my website a little bit when I when I finally figured out and had enough time to really sit down and do it I just put as much on there as I could and now I can kind of scale back you know the that idea is you you know yeah cut like you edit a paper right you just get it all out there yeah and then kind of like you know perfect I love that you said that because I went to your website and I was like oh we're definitely going to talk about scattered brand identity <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't sure yeah, I, yeah. I, I well and good for you for doing it right like yeah. this is where you get to acknowledge yourself like you put something out there you did it none of us know what we're doing when we start so just right. narrow 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 and, and you know and for me like I even tell people when I'm sharing how to build your business I'm sharing what worked for me you can follow it if you want, or you don't have to. I'm just sharing like how I went from food stamps to six figures really fast. And, right. it, and a lot of it was narrowing, 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 and getting really crystal clear on one program to promote and making it really easy that way. Yeah. I think I had this idea that, uh, you know, you have to plant a lot of seeds and then see kind of what. Yeah. 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 This is the one that came up the most, you know, and so I think with that information, that data that I've had and reflection upon it, I can confidently and say like accurately, like this is the thing that got the most, you know, Perfect. attention. The thing Brilliant. That's and a great strategy to do. Yeah. So now, you know, mm -hmm. yep. And then, I and, and I like that you said it's the one, oh, yep. It's the one that's the most fun for you. Okay. We totally went over. Thank you. You're amazing. I can't wait to hear from you.
Email Thank you so me much. with your, everything that you got from today. Thanks for being here. And anyone who wants to connect with Win, go to Instagram. It's on the screen. Image Win underscore Life underscore Coaching. And Win is spelled W Y N N E. W Y N N E. All right. Thanks for being here, Win. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thanks everyone else. Have an amazing day. Until next time. NFA Money Making High Fives. Bye. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to do a biz breakdown session with me on this show, just like the one that you heard on today's episode. Think of this as a zone of manifestation audit to help you scale your business and make money more easily. During our recorded session, you'll get free money coaching from me with clear action steps that will help you scale your business more easily. And of course, as a guest on the show, you'll be able to promote your business and get some extra exposure. I'm doing this on a first come, first serve basis. So head on over to www.bewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today.